Welcome to the SAMA Podcast, where we talk to the most experienced people in B2B to find answers to one simple question. How can you become and remain essential to your strategic customers? Tune in as our guests reveal what it takes to become the supplier they cannot afford to lose. Learn how to level up your account management strategies to promptly deliver speed, convenience, and success to each customer. Let's jump into the discussion right now with Denise Fryer and Harvey Dunham. So good day, everyone. It's my pleasure to introduce to you Max Walker, who's going to be with us today. Max has been a longtime supporter of SAMA, a great friend. Really looking forward to having the conversation with you. So Max, thanks so much for your time being willing to talk with us today. Yeah, Harvey. Well, first of all, thank you for the invitation. That's a real privilege, and I'm excited to explore the topic with you. So thank you. I'm going to ask you some questions I don't even know the answer to, So, what, which is typical. So one of the first ones is just to dive right into this. It's how did you find SAMA and what brought you to our CSAM program in the first place? It goes back for me quite a few years. I, at the time that I was working at 3M, I actually just come out of a general management role running one of 3M's divisions. And I was in a sales excellence role, actually. It was at a time when we were looking at a go-to-market transformation for the company, corporately speaking. And that was in Europe. And we were in the midst of standing up a new enterprise-wide SAM organization. And so I was very active in looking out for information on really how to go about building a robust well-proven SAM business model. And SAMA came right to the forefront of my search for companies that I could partner with and learn from at that time. And since then, of course, I've discovered personally SAMA as being really the leading global associated with all topics associated with SAM CAN, particularly, I think, in best practice research and, and training, which we're going to talk about today. So yeah, that's kind of where my journey started many years ago. And since then, I've enjoyed personal learning, but tremendously, I think also the peer-to-peer networking that for me is a real source of strength as well from SAMA. And it seems, Max, that in the last couple of years, we've been very closely engaged with you, both at 3M and now at Medtronic with certification and all. So how is that? I mean, that clearly it's a, you're a champion. Internally, I know you're a champion and a supporter. It's often a not exactly an easy request to make of your leadership to go down this path, but how's yeah. that working out for you? You're right. It's a significant investment, first of all. And I think before we even set about doing this in Medtronic and even 3M, I was actually intrigued, first of all, by some of the research that came out of SAMA that spoke about the best SAMs are three times as likely than the kind of average SAMs to deliver higher growth and better profitability and improved customer satisfaction. So I was intrigued by that. And of course, like any organization, setting out to create a world-class SAM organization, they want all of those fruits, right? They want that higher growth rate and higher profitability and that customer experience and satisfaction. So that fundamentally was part of the value proposition and the internal business case that was built in both those organizations that I've had the privilege of working for. We can talk in a second perhaps about my specific experience of the CSAM training, but I think it started really with building a clear business case for that 
investment of training and C- and the CSAM program. It just occurs to me that did you ever have a moment of doubt or wonder about the fact? I mean, typically someone who is elevated to the role of a CAM or SAM is one of your best sellers by far. I mean, these are the people you're putting in charge of your largest and most important customers. Did you ever think about the fact maybe they've got no more to learn, that they've already arrived? Yeah, it's interesting, Harvey. One of the biggest takeaways, I think, of the CSAM program in my experience in both companies has been the shift in mindset that happens from beginning to end of that program. It it takes us, by the way, six to nine months to go through that CSAM training program. But the biggest takeaway and the biggest impact has been that change, that mindset shift, developing a much stronger customer-centric thought process, which leads to that customer-centric culture within the company. And of course, in SAM, which is different from traditional selling, the value is often found beyond the product, as we say. That pursuit requires, in my experience, a really fundamentally different mindset. It's a different conversation and it's a different approach. And so it's a key part of why I think we need a program like CSAM and why that investment is so important, because it all starts with a mindset shift and that external in perspective, which is fundamentally different, quite frankly, from how we've grown up. I think many people that have grown up in a sales or even a marketing role have learned actually something which is quite different from what CSAM embeds in your DNA. I know a lot of SAMs come from having been an account manager. You probably had experience where you've had people that have really never been a seller or an account manager before and come into the role. So it's what have you seen there? Is it possible for someone who's got the right mindset, but maybe not the right background to pick this up and become great at what they do? Great question, Harvey. And I mean, the short answer is yes, it is absolutely possible. In fact, one of my mantras is the role is much more of a business management role. I see a SAM role as much more of a business leadership, business management role than it is a sales role. And so, in fact, some of the best SAMs that I've enjoyed working with have come from outside of the sales function. They've come from functional leadership roles, often from general management roles, having run businesses of their own. And they bring that broader perspective of how value can be created. And they understand the deeper mechanics of at our customers' landscape of how value can be created and some of the challenges that our customers are facing. So yeah, that broader and deep commercial acumen is really important, I think, in the role. And it is something, of course, that we speak to and is covered and addressed by the CSAM training program. Amazing. That's great. So tell us about your experience, just kind of on a personal level, how it's impacted you and how you've evolved, I would say, as you've had such a, not many people have had the kind of experience you've had at in two major different companies and two different industries. Yeah, no, it's been interesting. I mean, there's been some commonalities between my time at 3M and my time here now at Medtronic. It's interesting. We've at Medtronic now, we've invested and trained over 100 of our SAMs in EMEA uh, to date. So that's a sizable investment. And the biggest impact for us in Medtronic has most certainly been that mindset shift. And I'm a firm believer that if the mindset is right, the behaviors will often follow. Those behaviors need to be supported by a robust training program. We actually work with uh, one of SAMA's key partners, the Summit Group. We, we enjoy a strong partnership with them. We have done so for many years in Medtronic. And 
We've worked with them actually to deliver the CSAM program in-house as we don't send our SAMs to SAMA. We've worked with you and with the SAMA group to do that in-house. And we've done that for some key reasons. Harvey, one was to customize that program to our industry. Right. There are some unique elements of the med tech landscape, the healthcare life sciences landscape. We also see some very strong peer-to-peer learning from our cohort as they go through that together. And I think that's important not to miss that peer-to-peer learning can be a very strong part of the learning journey that people go through. And then the last for us, I think, which is equally valuable is, is really embedding a common language inside the company so that we can converse with each other using the same methodology, the same language, and that helps us learn together. It develops that learning organization. Wow, that's great. I've said this a lot. I don't have any empirical proof. It isn't like I've gone out and researched this, I just other than the years that I've spent in the industry. But when I see peers get together, sales peers together, SAMs get together, the conversation immediately starts into how do you do what you do? Or tell me about that. You mentioned in the class, for example, this example, how did you make that happen with the customer? There's all these how type questions that come when they get together. Is that what you see when you bring these divergent? I mean, because you're bringing, just for the audience's perspective, people from completely different countries, completely different cultures. And all of a sudden, people from Poland or somehow in classes with people in the Middle East or various different parts of the country. What do you see there, that interaction Mm -hmm. among the peers during these classes and the training? Yeah, well, it's interesting. There's, I think there's a great cocktail of experiential learning, actually. You mentioned bringing people from different cultures, and uh, we do that, of course. We do that typically across EMEA. That in itself is a valuable learning experience because when you're leading, for those of our team that are leading global accounts or international accounts, that cultural sensitivity is an important part of the, the kind of skill and the competence of managing those accounts. We have done it understandably throughout the pandemic, interestingly enough, all remotely. We were a little concerned about the impact of that, but actually that's worked incredibly well. And we invest a lot of time. I mentioned earlier, it takes us six to nine months to go from start to finish of the CSAM program. And part of that reason is that we ask our SAMs to apply the learnings that we cover in the classroom, so to speak, in the real world setting, and then come back and share their experiences of how that has gone. And I think that very practical learning journey is another vital part of the CSAM program that you've developed. Yeah, that's important, really. I mean, adults, what about good friends, Francis Gouillard, you've probably heard me mention Francis before or heard him speak, said that adults learn best from peers and stories. That's pretty well sums that up. Max, brother, you've been a SAM leader at 3M and now at Medtronic in your own role. How do you see the certification program working in terms of the real nuts and bolts strategic account management, getting insights, being able to understand the customer, helping them get to where they want to go as a company, et cetera? What Well, I think there's an internal element to that and probably an external element, Harvey. If I can start with the internal, there's that famous old phrase that says it's actually our own company that's harder to deal with, (laughs) but the customer is the easier bit. And I think that's often true. And the CSAM program approach and structure has helped us on inside 
Medtronic, and it was true, I think, at 3M2, but it's helped us do a few things. I think it's helped us to evangelize Sam on the inside of the company. It's given us the toolkit, the understanding to do that through some of the components of the CSAM program. It's certainly helped to drive, I think, stronger internal alignment across the company, particularly through building and managing high-performance teams. That common language that I mentioned earlier it has, I think, been extremely useful in making us more agile and more consistent with customers. And I think all of that framework as well enables better quality coaching, as an example. I think the last thing on the inside that probably comes to mind is just that battle for talent. We all know that there's a in fact, probably harder now than ever before, but that there's a battle for talent going on for really good quality individuals. And I think what's interesting from a learning and development perspective is I think this was Gallup who ran a survey in 2021 indicating that something like 66% of employees ranked learning new skills. I think it was the third most important perk when evaluating a new job opportunity. I see anyway in Medtronic that whole CSAM program as really part of our talent attraction talent development, whole protocol in terms of how we go about keep selecting and keeping the right people. I think on the outside, there's no question we can talk in more details about some of the experiences we've had, but that whole external in customer-centric mindset and framework, we'll dig deeper into that perhaps a bit later, but it's been invaluable in terms of really shifting the way we show up in front of customers and create value for them and with them. Wow, that's a powerful comment. I know it's true. With your type of experience, no doubt in my mind that you're telling us what you're seeing. Before we go on to the whole cup, let's go back to the SAM for a moment. And one of the things that is a part and parcel of the process of becoming certified is to assess the strengths and weaknesses of the SAM. I always use the word weaknesses, flinch a little bit because a weakness may be it's not typically at this level. It's not really a weakness. It's just an opportunity for improvement. It's a way that they can, as you said, go from being an average SAM to being that 3X SAM that's delivering above and beyond anybody's expectations. So how important is that competency assessment? And how do people that are going through it or who are typically professionals that have been out working for quite some time now, and in a way it's like... <laughs> I'm getting, you're, you're exposing my strengths and weaknesses here. How yeah. does that, what kind of reaction do you see it when you're doing it at scale like you've done? I mean, first off, and I speak for myself, you never stop learning, right? I mean, you never stop learning. And that's essential because the landscape, our customers, the market is changing so fast every day, every month. So but back to the competency assessment, I think we've used that, of course. It comes back to the importance of data for me. I think when you go through any learning and development program, there's always the potential for more subjective value assessments. And I think the benefit of the competence model, or one benefit is that it provides data that can give a good base and a good yardstick of the, the kind of change impact before and after going through the program. We've actually developed our own competence model inside Medtronic. We've worked with, with SAMA, so I thank you for that. We benchmarked that with some peer companies some of the network that SAMA has. And that gives us a great compass for personal development. And we use the competence model very much for personal development rather than for assessment. It's very much positioned in that spirit. And we've aligned that with not just some of our industry 
norms, but our company's leadership model as well. We've embedded that so that we can embrace not just SAM competencies, but leadership competencies as well. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that regular assessment, that regular self-reflection is critical to our team here at Medtronic. It's critical to staying relevant. As we know, the customer landscape is changing at such a pace that we need to ensure we maintain a contemporary and a relevant business model. And the competency assessment and program is a key part of it. Very important. And so the SAMs themselves welcome it. Generally, I think it's welcomed. I think back to how important the positioning is of that. I think we were quite deliberate in positioning that inside our company very much for the personal development rather than any assessment. And I think that's important. You sort of stand back and then look at it. Clearly, at some point in time, I was actually writing something earlier this morning about SAM as a business strategy. It is a business strategy, which means there are business outcomes that your leaders are expecting from this and you're expecting, and I dare I say it, the SAMs themselves are expecting returns on investment, innovation, value co-creation with the customer, et cetera. So how can you judge it? I'm thinking about whether it was at 3M or Medtronic, the before and after. Is there some metrics that stand out for you about the improvement that you've seen? Yeah, I mean, I think the reality in my experience, Harvey, is on quite a frequent basis. I think one is always having to clarify and recognize the return on investment that you're making. And I think that's right. I mean, I think that's true of any major strategic initiative that any company, any corporation goes through. So it's not a one-off in my experience. It's a regular cadence of validating demonstrating the results, fine-tuning as well. We have to change, we've had to adapt. So I think that is reality. I think given the, interestingly enough, given the changes in the way our customers are buying, that tremendously high percentage of their buying journey, which is now completed through digital self-service or remote means, to me, one of the interesting and probably one of the more important aspects of the CSAM program or the SAM role is on strategic co-creation, because that to me is something that cannot easily be replaced by that digital self-serve. So one of the key, and it's almost part of our return on investment, but it's one of the key reasons, I think, for investing in CSAM is how can we get better at strategic co-creation? One for me, it's one of the most tangible benefits that we get out of this. And it was true at my time at 3M. 3M, of course, has a very strong innovation culture in her lifeblood. That's true of us at Medtronic. And the SAMA frameworks, the CSAM frameworks, helps us to be a lot more planful and structured with our co-creation initiatives. And that, for me, as I said, it's one of the vital aspects of the SAM role that cannot be displaced. And we need to really dial that up as a way of creating value for our customers and, of course, for us in the process. I'm just sitting here thinking about what you're doing, spreading the program out globally and being to hear people from Angola or from Dubai or just all over the place, giving their examples and things that they're doing. Do you find that seeing true innovation, a kind of doors opening up that you haven't considered in the past? I mean, I think yes is the short answer. I think one of the benefits we enjoy, of course, being a large global organization is the we have, in a sense, we have the luxury of learning from all quarters of the world. And that in itself is 
and can be tremendously powerful, particularly around that co-creation initiative. Recently, we've seen some fantastically innovative approaches by us and with our customers. This is not something, as you well know, that we do ourselves alone. We do it in concert with our customers and our value chain ecosystem partners. And we've had, yeah, I mean, we've had some, some really innovative, groundbreaking new business models, new ways of working with customers that, that have really transformed not just the relationship that we have, but I think the long-term perception that Medtronic has in the eyes of its of our customers. We've had some great feedback from customers. Maybe we'll talk about that a bit later. But yeah, I think that whole co-creation for me has been one of the biggest return on investments, dialing that up, differentiating us in the eyes of our customers. And the CSAM program, of course, encourages, it embeds that strong value chain kind of third box thinking into the whole methodology. And uh, yeah, it works. Another thing that really surprises me and that I see within, had the opportunity to work with you, and I think it was true at 3M, and I believe it's true at Medtronic too, is that it's in terms of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I see people from all walks of life, I would say, and all different persuasions. And I don't know if it's an equal number of men and women. It seems very close. It could even be the women that in some cases may even exceed the men and how many people are having these roles. What's your reflection on that? Well, you're right. I mean, in Medtronic, we work very diligently at driving that diversity agenda. I mean, it's important to us, not just because it's the right thing to do, but I think fundamentally, back to the team nature of strategic account management, it's so critical for quality innovation. My experience is when you get those diverse teams together, the quality of innovation increases. And that's what we all want. Wow, that's super. Yeah, I think it's true. I saw it at 3M. I think it's true here at Medtronic as well. And I think back to your question on return on investment, I mean, this can be a quite a tough area to quantify as well. Right? What's the return on investment of driving that inside a company? But that diversity, equity, inclusiveness agenda can, I think, in my experience, can foster it can create the culture and foster the right environment for, as I said, good quality innovation. We were doing that, of course, at 3M. We do that with Medtronic with our customers. We were working jointly through a structured co-creation process and delivering, at times, delivering new products or new services, new business models. It's not easy, but I think the value of having a structure to that is that it avoids what I often call the random acts of co-creation that often don't work. They often fail, actually. And so having a structured process that CSAM covers and addresses is valuable. I guess we've talked about several elements of the SAM program, but we haven't really talked a lot about the customer, even though they're the center of all of this. So what do your customers say about how Medtronic's showing up these days? What are you hearing? No, it's a great question. It's probably the most important. And I won't mention any specific customers, of course, but we've had a recent experience where we, back to the co-creation example, we've had the CEO and the C-suite members of our customer come back and say that they have never experienced working this way with manufacturers in the med tech space before. And that, for sure, that is driving for us better brand preference, better loyalty, and better mind share. So they perceive it, they experience, and it gets back to that customer experience. Customers at the C-suite level, which is typically where we hold our conversations, they experience a different relationship, a different conversation, and a different value fundamentally by working with a qualified SAM. And I would suggest you know, that alone, the results of that are 
justification enough for making the investment to do it. We had similar feedback in my time at 3M. When we stood up that new organization, not an easy task, but when we stood it up, we had C-suite executives asking us or telling us, what took you so long? We were a big, like Medtronic, big global matrix organization and not always the easiest company to do business with. Again, one of the benefits of a SAM business model is that it can really simplify the customer's experience, transform the conversation, and actually change how companies show up. And the how companies show up becomes more important, actually, than what they show up. So anyway, I think some perspectives there, but the customer feedback is certainly strong. And of course, we have our own loyalty tracking program in Medtronic, and that serves up some very valuable insights for us on a regular basis. It's funny, we get feedback from people who study procurement professionals and get their insights and they come back to SAMA and then we feed them back to you all. To sort of, I was, again, working on this thing this morning that I'm going to be talking pretty soon about in a couple of days to another customer. But one of the things they say is don't tell us things that we can easily find out by ourselves. I know who you are. I can learn more in three minutes on the internet. You spending a half an hour telling me about this. In essence, take your agenda, whatever agenda that you have, extract the parts that are relevant to me and throw the rest in the bin. Don't waste my time. No, exactly. It's all about building or being relevant in that conversation. Bill Sterland of the Summit Group says it well. I think relevance matters more than intelligence. And being relevant is really a key part of the opportunity. And it speaks, I think, to what you're saying, Harvey. We need to align ourselves with the customer's agenda, bring information, bring insight that they don't have, bring our experience to project into the future as to what's likely to happen. These are all things that, to me, it gets back to that mindset that I spoke about at the beginning. These are all of the ingredients, I think, of changing the mindset of our SAMs, which is, as I said at the beginning, it's one of the most tangible impacts of going through the CSAM program. It seems that it's infectious. And I say this particularly with the leaders at your company. I mean, had the opportunity, I mean, when during at the final ceremony, basically, where the CSAM has actually arrived and they're formally certified, the leaders are there speaking and just listening to them and talk about it, talk to their SAMs, talk to the leaders that the learning and development professionals and all that make it all happen and bring it all together and to the trainers. And I feel like their narrative has changed. I agree with you. As you just said, we invite often our senior executives to join the end of that CSAM certification journey. They love it, by the way. I mean, they find it a very energizing afternoon. It's not every day, of course, that senior executives get to spend a whole afternoon immersing themselves in the customer and what's going on in the customer and how, as Medtronic, how we're responding and really showing up and creating value. So yeah, I think they certainly enjoy it. We certainly love having them. And I think the other thing we did, interestingly enough, is we took the seat, the core elements of the CSAM program. And inside Medtronic, we built ourselves a our own version, what we called a SAM leadership program. And we've put through close to 100 of our most senior executives through that program to help them understand a bit more about what SAM is and what it is not, but also leave feeling confident that they can go and lead, coach and sponsor SAM inside our company, which helps drive that internal alignment. Really quite important. 
That's incredible. Remember, you mentioned that to me before, but it had kind of flown out of my, there's so many things going on, it had flown yeah. out of, that's really a best practice for sure. And this is happening, obviously, you're in EMEA and worried about that part of the world. This is happening over the whole landscape of Medtronic, isn't it? Yeah, well, we actually started that in EMEA. We've just, interestingly enough, reorganized globally to bring more of a global focus to our strategic account management and enterprise accounts strategy. So yeah, more of that to come, I have no doubt. Well, Max, as always, you're a fountain of enthusiasm and leadership and information. It's just great to get your insight. I can't tell you how much it means to us for you to be such a great member of the SAMA community. We refer people to speak to you all the time. You always are very gracious to share your experience with someone that refer to you or respond to a question that we have. And I just can't thank you enough for what you've done for us. Thank you. No, well, Harvey, it's a pleasure. And as I said earlier, it's one of the other benefits of SAMA and the SAMA community. That networking is really powerful. And I've benefited myself personally from that with your help. So thank you. It's a pleasure.